kings and queens, and welcome to another edition of Talk Back to Me podcast. I'm your host, Exclusive Stories, and we got a good one coming up for you. Let me go ahead and introduce the cast. Chelsea, what you got for us coming up? What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Chelsea, with Where's the Wine? Today, we're going to need a good, savory red wine, So I got some shiggity to talk about today. Got a question. Why do we hate women so much? Whoa. That's going to be a powerful <laughs> one right there. And I know Jelly got some real hot topics and tea coming up for us. With ears. Go ahead and introduce what you got coming up. Uh, hey, y'all. It's Jelly with your ears to the streets. Uh, I am your news. And uh, today, I just want to touch on this woman's carelessness and recklessness and irresponsibility with her child. Um, <laughs> you chose to participate in a fight with your three-month-old in your arms. And your baby passed. So, yeah. That's going to be dope right there. I'm looking forward to that one. And I know Ticket is going to close out with some inspirational quotes. Ticket, what you got for us? Hey, man, I ain't telling you nothing to the end of the show. You know how we rock. Well, when it comes <laughs> down to it, man, you definitely, you definitely going to hear something that's going to stick in your brain. So let's get to it. All right, and that's us. So we got an open discussion topic coming up real quick. How's everybody week going? Anything interesting been happening? What y'all got? What y'all got? Mm, I had a long week. I've been getting ready for some stuff at work that I got to take care of, but... And I know you had a birthday that yeah. just passed as well. Oh, it was birthday. my birthday. Yeah. She ain't wet behind the ears no more. Yeah. Wait a minute. We're going to get a drink after this. We I got, know. That wet behind I'm the ears shit is gone. I'm down. <laughs> I think we all can use a drink or two. A tea. Oh, yeah? That sounds interpersonal. Ooh. That Ooh. came from the soul, didn't it? <laughs> with the forehead now. Ooh. Yeah, that came from the soul. That came from the soul. And I mean that. Well, okay. What about you, dog? How you feeling? You good? Oh, man. We over here just having a good time, man. I'm looking forward to the show today. I know we got some powerful stuff coming up, and shit, let's just get right into it. Well, let's get it. Chelsea, what you got for us? All right, y'all. So I had a coworker ask me a question, and now this coworker, uh, she's a white girl. Okay, so the question she asked me was, why does it seem like black men show women outside of their race more respect than they show black women? Mm. Well. <laughs> and a white woman asked you that? A white woman asked me that. Because wow. she said, compared to her, her black friends that date black men, their situations all seem the same. Yeah, so she was telling me compared to, like, her, her black friends that date black men, they seem to have similar situations versus her friends that date white women or Hispanic women. Uh, it, it's like two totally different types of men. And hmm. that's, that's a question that black women have been asking for years. So my response to her was, so you see how we feel. You know what I mean? Because for years, we've been getting a hammer down on us about, oh, why y'all jealous of white women? Ain't nobody jealous of white women, but you're not going to disrespect me because you're dating that woman. And not just black women, but specifically, I'm speaking about black women because I am a black woman, and those experiences are close to me. Hmm. You know what I mean? But it's not even just other races that hate us, but black men hate us, and even black women hate us. Social media has really opened my eyes up to, like, just to see how so many women want to impress a nigga mm. and they talk shit about other black women just so that they can get a pat on the back. You know what I'm saying? By calling another woman a hoe because her Say legs that. are out or her back is out and you Say don't do that. that, that doesn't make her any less of a woman than it makes you. It could be questioning the intelligence of a man, too. You know, a lot of men out here got low self-esteem. Yeah, but that's coming from another woman. You know what I mean? I mean? Hey, hey, uh, and it just seems like um, 
and I, I'm gonna bring up the whole comment that Lil Duval made too. It's it's kind of sad how you so many me. men are in competition with women. Like anything we do, oh, uh, shit, you could be the first black uh, brain surgeon, uh, female brain surgeon, and he'll be like, oh, her re- her wig cricket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we can't never have nothing. You can't give me my props for what I'm doing. You always got to point out something is wrong. You know, nothing can just be, oh, she's a great uh, uh, example of a black woman or whatever the case may be. Um, but it, it's, we're constantly in competition. Megan said it's a hot girl summer. Lil Duval come with this whole city boy shit. Like, why we can't just have fun? You know what I mean? Y'all constantly, now I ain't gonna say y'all, but y'all. men. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how you feeling today. Some. You hear some. she say y'all. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it just seems like men and some women just constantly have something to say about women who are comfortable in who they are, comfortable in their sexuality, uh, feel free to do whatever. They got so much to say, but they never talk about how those same women are more successful than them. They out here getting a bag. They doing their shit by by themselves. They didn't even ask you for help. They didn't ask no man for help. They doing doing their thing. But that's the one thing they fail to, to mention. So why is it? that we hate women so much and we can talk specifically about black women. Let's talk about it. I'm, I'm going to let Paul answer that first. I get a little different with that, but mm. I'm going to let you answer that well. first. You know what? I don't think that it's a, it's a hatred. I think it's just misunderstanding. Mm. What's understood we got to the point to where we're saying it doesn't have to be explained. And nobody is speaking up on this. Nobody is talking about it. Nobody is pointing out why black men have a problem with sharing the light with black women. And personally, I want my queens to shine. I want them to rise up. Because at the end of the day, I ain't gonna lie about it. You know, it is different. Whether you're in corporate America, whether you're in a bar grill, whatever the case may be, you're always getting noticed as appearance levels and not mm-hmm. getting noticed off of what you're actually speaking. Okay. So it's deep. It's deep what you're talking about. It's, it's most definitely deep. I'm going to close it out with that one. What you think? So what I will say is I feel like it's an, infer- an inferiority thing. Like men feel like they are inferior to women. Um, although you may have the intelligence or you may have the drive and you may be focused and dedicated, but that woman, she's working 10 times harder to get half of what you got. Just like they say black men have to do or black people have to do in corporate America with white people, Mm -hmm. you know. But for us, it's like, okay, yeah, he's working hard, but you got to outdo him just to get half of what he got. We don't get paid as much as Mm. Um, (laughs) y'all. We don't get the recognition we deserve. Mm -mm. They feel like men are meant to be in powerful positions and not women. Mm. Although it's proven there was a study done that companies that have more women involved are more lucrative, like they're more prosperous versus companies Y'all think that all the damn time. That's why. You got <laughs> dang on right we think all the time. <laughs> it's it's wrong with that. You should wonder what who thinks all the time. <laughs> and, and men oftentimes feel like, you know, this woman is a lot stronger than me. They don't want to say it. May, it may not be physical, but mentally and emotionally, this woman is a lot stronger than me. And I feel some type of way. Okay. And then you see these other women, and it's not... I won't say that we they hate black women. Um, I will say that they were taught to admire other women. Mm. Like, um, 
a beauty queen to you or a supermodel to you is supposed to be a size two or a size zero, <laughs> slim, long to hair, long <laughs> hair, blue right. eyes. But I'm to saying, them. like, this yeah. is the image that's portrayed to us through the media. So we don't feel like, you know, we the shit. And y'all don't feel like we the shit by association. Okay. Well, not in Texas, because uh, we like it. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Everything I'm saying. Like, like better like in Texas. different. <laughs> I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing bony. But I mean, to touch on that, I I agree but disagree. I think a lot of the the issues is that the persona that we put on people. First off, stop listening to people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, just stop listening to motherfuckers. What you listening to them for? Like, if you know you're doing what you do to get your bag, as you say, or you're on your grind and you know your goals or your steps that you're trying to complete in life. You're only listening to outside media because you're still not fully complete with yourself. Hey, Stop man. listening to people. If, you, if you're if you doing what you're doing and you know that you're successful in what you're doing, you don't have to listen to nobody. Hey, you know man. what I mean? Then when it goes past that, I understand where you're coming from because we can't put this persona of Lil' Kim on this persona of Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion might be doing something totally different than what Lil' Kim was doing. I understand that. But you got to look at what the media portrays or what we've seen growing up or what we know. Yeah. Your mama might have been in church every Sunday. So if I seen it every Sunday and that's what I see as a man and now I see a woman out here half naked, shaking, whatever, getting a bag, I'm looking at her like she, uh, she a little different than what I'm used to. So you might not know that woman because you don't know her. But if you, you know what I'm saying, if, if a woman is really intrigued and or goal-driven in what she's doing, and you doing what you're doing, can't nobody stop that? Stop listening to people. Because yeah, I don't listen to nobody when it comes to me if I, I know I'm doing what I'm mm, supposed to be exactly. doing. I don't feel that it necessarily um, has, what I'm saying necessarily has anything to do with how that particular person feels about what other people are saying about them. They have okay. this perception already. Right. Like, But what does America catch oh on to? Oh, my gosh. But what does America catch on to? Right now, if we put out positive news and negative news, what's going to have more ratings? The negative. Exactly. Sure. So that's just, I mean, but it's it's not going to be like, Overnight, you know what I mean? You can start by doing truth. So I'll say how we'll change that is with this show. Like, you know, you shine a light on the positive things. You shine a light on people who are doing good shit. Mm-hmm. I don't care on about shit what that nobody doing, pay attention the to. BS you're doing. You know, it should But you don't have to, though. I mean, because even before be before your time or anybody else's time, like, oh. you know that. I mean, you know people People just going to adhere to negativity. It just is what it is. Like, yep. don't nobody want to hear positive because it's going to be like, oh, okay, Chelsea got a promotion. Good for you, girl, but I ain't getting no damn promotion. Yep. On to the next. Oh, Chelsea got fired. You know she's going to get fired anyway. That job wasn't for her. Yeah, yep. that, that's just how it goes. And that gives them something more to talk about. Negativity will stretch out way longer than positivity will. But like you say. Envy thing. Exactly. Because a lot of people want what you got. Sometimes they don't even know they want what you got. Sometimes people don't even know they hate you. And they don't know why they hate you. <laughs> Steve Harvey said it the other day. He was like, you mad at me and you don't even know me. How you mad at me? You don't know me, but don't that's just lifestyle. Exactly, it's just the type of it's the type <laughs> of life that we live in. But again, you have to block out so much, like the the outcoming or the the outside sources. You have to learn how to block it out. If you can't block it out, you're gonna be in a world full of trouble. You know what I mean? And a lot of people fall by the wayside because of that. Because if you don't know how to block it out, you're getting fucked at the end of the day. Because you're gonna start thinking about it to where you can't complete what you need. Yeah, but I feel like you know we thrive off of bullshit more than other people do, and I feel like that hinders us. That holds us back. You saying other races? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, true. I know they got negative shit going on, but they still know how to get shit done. They come together. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's a lot more togetherness. Uh, you know, you, you can true. watch other races and families stick together, build homes. Each one of them take a chance to get out and get their own home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But Speaking of that. Okay. Speaking of that. So somebody asked me what I wanted for my birthday, right? It was a dude. 
Mm. Okay. And I was like, jokingly, of course, I said, uh, well, not really a joke, but I was like, eight figures, six figures is cool, too. And he's talking about... Oh, you told him that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, not from him. He just asked me what I wanted for my birthday. Okay. I'm I was known... going to say, I thought you meant from him. I was like, no, 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 no. See, I'm known, I've known this man for over 12 years, and he asked me what I want for my birthday every year, and don't give me shit. So I didn't expect nothing from him. Okay. You know what I mean? Eight figures, you know what I'm saying? Six figures, whatever. That's a goal for me. You know, I got something that I want to do with that money. I got kids and grandkids that I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? They don't, you know, when they graduate high school or college or whatever it is that they want to do, I don't want them to ever have to feel like they got to uh, outwork anybody to get to where they want to go. I want them to Facts. be able to do whatever it is they need to do without having to struggle for it. You know what Preach. I'm saying? So he called me. He told me I was a basic bitch because I thought like that. He called you a bitch? The hell he didn't say you. bitch, but that's what he wanted to say. <laughs> How you know what? Because, because no, you know when somebody's fighting they yeah. like. So he, he told me I was a basic bitch, and he was like, oh, you know, uh, life ain't about money. Nigga, I know that. You know what I mean? And obviously it was a joke, and you can't take one. So my thing is now men have this idea a woman that want a lot of money is a basic bitch. Like, when, when, when did that happen? Because I want some money. Paul want to say something so bad. Look at his face. Look, look, wait. Oh, wait. yeah, because I know you, you, you got an issue with that. You you mm. talk on that a lot. Mm. So if I want money, whether, Girl, whether, speak on whether it, it's a man that I'm with that's going to give me the money or I get it myself, why is that an issue? My thing is this. Why are you looking for a man? Some women. I'm gonna say some. Not all. She didn't Not say she's looking for no man. Her face, you see how quick her face changed already? Like, what? Some, some. Check it out. Why is some women looking for a man to rescue them financially? Okay. What happened to love? What happened to honor? What happened we, we, to respect? We can be in love. So, but some women, But the money got to be there, too. But, but some women... I mean, I'm not even saying that it, 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 yeah, That's nigga, that bullshit. That's, that's the bullshit. That I'm that's that that's bullshit. Boy. Okay. Like, okay. So what if a man I'm looked a, at you like that? Like, I'm going to look so, at you for love, but that money got to be there, too. I need I mean, a but, nigga I mean, that's no going to swipe me a visa. No man wants a female. And it's the same way with us. We want a man who has his shit together. Like, I need you to be able to be a provider. I'm not saying that's... First of all, I'm not going to pursue nothing if my ain't together. But and do you know how many do? That's just me. But Some women. And now, here's the thing. You remember you said, oh, this woman was in church every Sunday, and this one is out living her best life, hot girl summer, city girls, okay. you know, whatever. Now, look at how you were raised versus how we were raised. You were raised to where the men are supposed to be the providers. They're True. supposed to be the head of the household. They're supposed to bring home the bacon. The woman is supposed to be a nurturer, a caretaker. Hell you know, this is what she's supposed to do, right? She's mm -hmm. supposed to be a homemaker. You're supposed to be barefoot and pregnant. Versus, Cooking grits and shit. Yeah. Versus <laughs> now. Nobody ever said that that's how it's supposed to be. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Or barefoot and pregnant. Barefoot and pregnant. They definitely said barefoot and pregnant. Barefoot and pregnant. Yeah, they feel like, you know, women were supposed to be at home taking care of the household while the man goes out and is the breadwinner. So now it's like, okay, well, I don't want a woman who don't have this, that, and a third. Your mama didn't have this, that, and a third. Your grandmama didn't have this, that, and a third. Times are different, though. See, that's the thing. You're right. Times But what do you, like, you got to give us the benefit of the doubt, too, right? Because if we say be helpmate, but then we say at the end of the day, this, that, and the other get done, you might get rebuttal from that. But then if we say, okay, yes. you're making bread and we want your help, then it's, well, damn, how much help do you want? So, but, like, what, I mean... Well, no, so the thing with that is y'all say y'all want this and y'all say y'all want that. It's a big-ass fucking you contradiction. Y'all don't, don't know what the fuck you want. You want <laughs> would somebody, that be us or would that be y'all? No, that would definitely oh, that's be y'all. That's us, too. Let me explain to you why I say that. Let me explain to you why I say that. Because the same niggas 
on Facebook that talk about they want somebody, they want a, a home-cooked meal when they get home. They want the, you know what I'm saying? They want shit done they way. They want their dick sucked whenever they want their dick sucked. Oh, it be the same niggas the talking about, let's go half on the rent. Kids. Okay, so you want me to, So you want me to, you want me to help you pay all the fucking bills and come home and, and, and take care of you hand and foot, take care of these kids. What happened and, to partnership? Yeah, he should take care of you too. <laughs> but it's, but that's, that's the question. That's the question. I'm handling the household. I'm handling all the things in the household and I still got to help you pay the bills and you supposed to come home with what if we all doing it? What if we both doing it? We both doing it, that's fine. You shouldn't be slacking though, right? That's the point. So we both doing it should be no slacking. That's the point. If we both, if you want me to, if you want to split all of this shit, everything is everybody's responsibility. Don't you try clean to clean up too. Nigga. Yeah, don't try to put. <laughs> yeah, I like how we just segued into something different. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm talking. I'm sorry. We, we're sorry, Miss Chelsea. Speak your, it's her spicy. birthday weekend. You got to let her make it. I like it. I'm just saying, why should all the all those responsibilities be on a woman and? You want me to also have a full time job and help you pay the bills. What the fuck are you gonna do? So why should all Besides those responsibilities be on, the on a man and you want him to have a full time job and do the same as well? All the responsibilities are not gonna be on him. If he's working hard like that and he paying all the bills, when he come home, he should have a home cooked meal. Okay. And he shouldn't have shit, his house. So how do you feel it should be? I mean, I'm asking the both of y'all. How do you feel? Do you feel a man should go do everything and you at home with the kids and cooking and cleaning, it or do you feel it should be 50-50? It it's situational. On your situation. I'm asking y'all. I didn't say. It's for, said, for me, you. it's situational. It's okay. literally, it like, it varies from person to person, so what do you relationship want? to relationship. Me, personally, you, you can take care of these bills if you want to. Oh, Lord. Geez. Yeah, you can take care of these bills, <laughs> and I'm going to pay. I'll do cable. Sense. I'll do lights. I'll do internet. You know, whatever else. You know, the little house. I'll do groceries. Yeah, I'll do the what lights. The I ain't tripping on that $500 light bill. You know what I'm saying? Gas. I'll do gas and water. That, that gas bill, $32. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Shit. Hell no, there ain't no $32. Yeah, <laughs> That is, but that's your cheapest bill, though. Your what about you? Is your cheapest bill. I get what you're saying. Yes. Um, I'm not the type of woman that can't work. Like, I got to be doing something or else I get real agitated. Hey, okay. So, I, I am going to work, but I, I agree with Jelly, too. Bless you. I agree with Jelly, too. Jelly face it. If we both get... Now, I'm not saying he, he ain't taking care of shit. What I'm saying is I'm going to work. Okay. But at the end of the day, like you said, the way we was raised, the way I was raised, you know what I'm saying? My daddy took care of everything, you know what I'm saying? But when yeah. he come home, he ain't got to worry about food. My little brother, everybody already, you know what I'm saying, Take in the bed. Of. Everybody yeah. taking care he of He get to kick his feet up. You know what I'm saying? So what if a man do all that? My though? mama, my mama drop. I mean, way. take care of the in, in the house and the other shit. What if, what nah, if that I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even put all that pressure on him. No. Like, but what, you know, there's a lot of women what, out here that do. What purpose do I serve if you have to do all this for yourself? you know what? I know somebody that was in that situation. You cooking your own dinner, cleaning your own house. What do you need me for? Exactly. For sex? Exactly. You can get that from anybody. Okay, well, speak up. Because you like my mouth? Hey, I'm just here to ask the question. You might as well be a single man. <laughs> you might as you well be single and, and be out here just well, you know, fought, popping okay. them out. Well, let's be real. Okay. From back then to now, women fought for their rights and their right to do everything they wanted to do, right? Absolutely. Okay. So since y'all fought for that, and now that y'all have it, why the fuck the complaints? It's now that you're able, I'm just asking. It's not Whoa, all right. I'm not, not just give, I'm just, get what I'm saying. We know you play devil's the advocate ticket. I'm just we saying, know. why the complaints? Why come in and so, say, well, I fought for my rights. I fought to be able to work. I fought to be able to make this money to get these degrees and make more. But then when you make more, if you got a dude to make less, hold on. You got a dude to make less, you'll look down at him because he make less because you work for, you've worked to make more. So be happy that you make more. You might find your prince charming and somebody to make less than you. But it's a lot of women out here that mm. won't accept him because he I make mean, less. Nigga, that's what so, I'm like. so, That's what I've 
been here and like so so two points. I need a nigga. Yeah, yeah. We we fought for our rights, and it's still not an equal playing field. That's one. So that's why you still get complaints. I just told you we get paid less. Still, twice the work. Even when you think you're not getting paid enough, a lot of women to make a lot of money. You're right, but she not work. She not in the same position as you. If it's a woman next to you doing the same shit that you're doing, I guarantee she getting paid less than you are. I don't know. I guarantee <laughs> she getting paid less than you. A bunch of women in my job. There's a little bit ahead that make Tiki, a little more. As an MC, but you just said okay. that they are. Do ahead. you have many women in your field? As DJs, MCs. Yes. Hell yeah. As MCs, do you have many women in your yeah. field? It's about it's about five or six of them. Oh, and Houston. Not a lot, now, now, exactly. No, I'm saying, to, but I'm saying DJs and males. MCs. Now, compared to how many men? I feel you. But I'm saying DJs and MCs because the girl DJs is getting guap. Oh, they they get their bread, but yeah. the men get the recognition. They the ones mm. get booked for clubs. They're the ones who get booked I can't for the parties and celebrity yeah. events and all that. DJ Gold, like, I, mean, I think she's but in I Dallas, though. So. I don't know. I get what you and I have a homegirl, uh, DJ Maya the Papaya. She's just taking yeah. off, and yeah, yeah she's you know she's handling. But her that eat. goes hand in hand, though. Like in, in your in your business, what you do. <laughs> no, no, no. There I'm are asking, a lot of men. First of all, the, the number more. one hair companies in Houston are all owned by I'm just men. asking because I don't know. You know, that ain't my field. Ain't, they ain't nothing yeah. I can do. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm asking. Men, we know. You know what I'm saying? I'm asking. <laughs> we know. You know what I'm saying? So I want to know myself. Men, yeah, men men dominate our field. Even like, you know, our gay, our gay men. You know, they dominate the hair, the beauty mm-hmm. industry. Okay. And so that's, you know, our just straight men, Marcus Bowers owns She's Happy Hair. The Eaton Brothers own Bougie Hair. Mr. Indian Hair, of course, is a man. So y'all feel like in no you know, matter what field a man make more than a woman. Yes, so it ain't no woman yes. nowhere to make I mean, no, and like okay. she just said, it, I mean, it ain't do, even necessarily the money, the recognition. You it's don't the recognition. hear about women in these industries. So what would you do to change that? I don't know. Can, I mean, mute. can a, can a <laughs> nigga get some props? I mean, exactly. dang. Like, you see, I, me, I, honestly, you see me doing something that you know you can't do or other people aren't doing, say, hey, you know what, Jelly, you're doing a damn good job. Well, you, a, you do a damn good job at what you do. Thank you. Thank you, girl. You know what I'm saying? And you don't let your co-workers fuck with your head either because you do a damn good job at what you do. And at the end of the day. And that's most definitely. She rolled her eyes like I'm still having problems with that old ass nigga. But that's most definitely. I ain't had no problems out of it. He been good. And that's most definitely going to be the closing segment here. Um, Chelsea most definitely <laughs> brought our eye opener yet again with Where's the Wine? So make sure if y'all have anything else y'all want to talk about on the segment or anything, make sure you hit Soyini Jones at Where's the Wine hashtag only on Talk Back to Me podcast. Getting ready for this main topic of discussion. Okay. This is going to be a deep one right here. We talking about family friction. How y'all feeling about that? I'm going to go ahead and start it off. Chelsea, how you feeling about that? Man... Family friction, you know. I mean, that's some that's some generational shit, honestly. Mm. Mm. You know, I feel like it's it's passed down, and our parents, our grandparents, great grandparents, nobody ever really learned how to heal from what they dealt with as children, yeah. um, and they project that same shit onto their kids. Um, and I feel like if we don't change it right now, uh, it's gonna continue to happen. Uh, family friction, man, it's 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 real. You know what I'm saying? Like that'll really have your head fucked up. And traumatized, like if you don't deal with it. It's most definitely a traumatizing mm. situation. Jelly, what you got? So, um, my take on the family friction thing is, um, I feel like people have a sense of entitlement. Like, okay. just because your family, just because your blood does not mean you get to make me bleed. Mm. Meaning, Ooh. you don't get to hurt me and feel like I have to take that or have I have to be accepting of that because we're related. No, BS. Like, I get to separate myself from toxic people. 
my mother could be toxic. It's a lot of toxic mothers, and they ruin their children. They ruin their daughters. Mm. And you make them feel less than, like, it's like mothers who have a son, and you see you broke up with your baby daddy. You hate him. That baby looks like that dad, so you mistreat that child. That child grows up feeling unloved and unimportant and feeling like they don't have anyone for them. You know, every day. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens. And it's like even when people are fighting in front of children, I don't think they realize you're traumatizing that baby. That baby's going to grow up with PTSD. Like, mm. if dad beats my mama's ass hmm. growing up, if somebody even waves at me too fast, I'm going to flinch. And people are like, oh, you scary. No, I'm traumatized. Yeah. Like, this True. is something I've seen throughout my life, and I know what comes when somebody raises their hand. Uh, you, you finna get slapped the fuck down. Mm-hmm. You know, so huh. people have to understand that just because your family does not give you a sense of entitlement to my life, and, yeah, I mean, I'm cool on you. Feel it. Man, that's something else right there, yeah. It most definitely can bring generational curses and cause you to actually relive your past if you're in a common situation. Mm-hmm. Ticket, what you got? Oh, man, that, that family friction can go in so many different ways. Like, bad fathers, bad mothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, good father, bad mother. Good mother, bad father. You know what I mean? It can go, shit, bad siblings. You know what I mean? Not bad early. cousins. Like, yeah. it can go in so many different ways. Like we were talking about earlier, you got a lot of people that be jealous. Of, you know how many parents are jealous of their own kids? Oh, shit is crazy. Damn. And it's, you know what I mean? I'm speaking not from like my family, but I'm saying I know people personally that their daughter can make it, have a job, got a nice house, nice crib that mama ain't ever been. She thinks she's doing something. Because she thinks she's doing something more. You know what I mean? Like, Anies will never come by. They'll talk about it before they come visit and congratulate her. Like we were saying, there's nothing wrong with congratulating nobody, but yeah. family friction can go a long ways, man, because, again, it's like you say, it's generational. You know what I mean? Like, you'll have if all you knew is your grandma and grandpa talk shit, nah, they just gonna work a real job, they'll be all right. It passes down. Somebody else passed down. Then, if they're hating on that person, oh, that, your auntie over there, she got a house, but, you know, she probably she probably sucking a little dick to get it. Or she fucking somebody <laughs> to get it. Yeah. Or she out there on the corner to get it. And could just be working a regular job, making ends meet. Yeah. But, you know, that's just family friction, man. It's, it's hard because you don't expect your family to hate on you like people from the outside to hate on you. But you can get somebody that you met yesterday to show you more love and support than your own family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what makes it hard. But that family friction shit, man, it, it's a little touching. Because, you know what I mean, I know everybody in here can relate. There's somebody in your family, whether it be brother, sister, cousin, auntie, uncle, somebody that didn't looked at you. I didn't have somebody tell me before. Man, I was 19, 20 years old. I remember going to Brookshire, Texas, where my dad from. I ain't had nothing but a blazer, a Chevy blazer. You remember I had, and I put I rims on it. I remember that. Man, I put rims on it, a screen in it. Yeah. I had somebody super close to me and said, oh, they told me you out here selling big dope now with a blazer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like with a blazer. But it's more, hey, I'm not congratulating you. You're doing good in school. You're making your own way. Nobody paying your bills. Mm-hmm. You heard I'm selling dope now. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's tough, but, you know, it's what we live with, man. But again, like you asked earlier, like both of y'all asked, how do you change that? Do you talk to somebody? Because half of them don't want to be talked to. That's true. You know what I mean? Because they're going to feel like they're being talked at. So how do you fix that situation? What you think? Me? Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think that uh, there's a big wave of everybody learning that it's okay to go to therapy. Therapy doesn't mean that you're crazy. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and I feel like people are starting to open their eyes up to that, uh, mostly women, because we're the ones talking to each other about it. Mm. Um, but I, I definitely feel like it should be a, a, a bigger floor for men as well. To, to be more, you know what I'm saying? Involved. Right, with going to therapy. It does not mean that you're crazy. I feel like everybody needs a therapist. Yeah. Um, hell, therapists need therapists. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, 
I feel like you have to work on like self-love, figure out, get to the point of where your issues are coming from. Why am I doing this? Why do I act like this? Yeah. For me, I sabotage relationships. And I, I was Same. like, I, why do I do that? You know what I mean? As soon as somebody tell me, uh, in my mind, a promise, like commitment is like a promise. You know what I'm saying? When I was little, my biological father used to tell me he was going to come get me every weekend. I'm packing my bags. I'm sitting at the door. And he never show up. Yeah. Hmm. But he called me talking about, I promise I'm going to come get you this weekend. I don't believe that. So when somebody come to me and tell me, oh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be serious with you. As soon as you hear you promise. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I didn't realize that until I was an adult. And I was like, damn, like, why do I do that? It's because I was believing my biological father all that time to come get me. And he was making promises. And it's like, nah, I don't, I don't trust it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's coming from a man. I'm just like, mm, nigga, you ain't. You Makes know. a lot of sense. Yeah, you know it does. Saying? Um, but we, I feel like parents don't realize a lot of the things that they do that's, that, that's passive or that they don't think is a really big deal, it actually affects their children hmm. when they become older. Well, you, you know, know why? Because that was done to them, too. You know what I mean? A lot of times, yeah. if you look at a lot of your grandmas and grandpas, rest their soul, my grandma would talk all kind of shit. You know what yeah. I mean? My grandma would ask you now, if we're dating, and you walk in the yard and be like, she'd be like, baby, you hungry? No, man, but shit, starve old skinny ass. Like, she just get to talking yeah. over, but they don't realize that might affect somebody else. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And somebody else, it might not even bother. Yeah. But it, it's just, you know, it's, like you said, it's generational, man. That shit passes down, 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 down. You got to be strong enough yourself yeah. to tell yourself, well, I'm not going to do this with my kids. Yeah. I'm going to be different with my kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, my pop's a Marine. Yeah. And sh trust me, I didn't heard the worst, and yeah, I had to get to worst. a point where I was old enough to where I had to tell him, hey, man, we ain't got to talk like that to get mm -hmm. understanding. Right. Love him to death. But, you know, sometimes you got to express yourself, but some people don't. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, for sure. I have a mom who uh, can't admit when she's wrong. Mm. Like, Ooh. like mm. it's it's tragic. Like, you know, she has, she has smaller yeah. children, like, in her home, and they'll say, well, I didn't do that. And she'll, like, she'll lash out, like, yes, you did. I know you did. Woo-woo. Or they'll say, um, well, no, Aunt Debbie, that's not how that happened, woo-woo-woo. And she's like, oh, no, uh, you did do this, and you better shut up before I bush you in your mouth, woo-woo. I'm like, mama, you got to get them a chance to talk because if these kids feel like they can't communicate with you, who are they going to talk to? Right. Nobody. How are they going to come to you when something is wrong and they feel like, well, she ain't going to believe me anyway, so I might as well not tell her what's going on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't feel like that's how you communicate with children. I snapped on my son yesterday. I'm on the phone. I'm already in a frustrating, you know, situation. And he's like, Mom, Mommy, Mama, Mom. And I looked at him, and I was like, if you don't shut your ass up while I'm on this phone, like, quit playing with me. Yeah. And he was in the back seat, and I just realized, like, after I finished doing what I was doing, like, trying to get stuff situated, I was still pissed off. Like, I cried and everything. I was so mad. And then I had to stop and take a break, and I was like, my baby. Like, some just said, check on Kai. I look in the back seat, and he's just looking, like, pitiful. Yeah. I'm like, dang. I was like, I said, son, are you upset with mommy? He was like, no, ma'am. I said, Kai, are you upset with mommy? He was like, no, ma'am. I was like, Kai, are you sad? Yes, ma'am. And I just bust out crying. I'm like, dang, man. Yeah. And I had to, like, comfort my child. I'm like, look, mommy is so sorry. I should not have talked to you like that. You know, I was wrong. But you have I some of that so in you. I was wrong for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, you know, I was so wrong for that. But I'm trying to do a thing where my baby can talk to me about anything. I want you to be honest with me. I want you to know it's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to express how you feel. You know, tell mommy if I hurt your feelings. I don't want you to feel like, oh, she pissed me off and I can't say nothing about it. Oh, yes, you can. You tell me when I did something that hurts you. 
because I don't want to be that person. I don't yeah. want to be the person to hurt you. That's not my that's not my job. My job is to love you and to teach you how to be compassionate and caring. I can't do that. You're not going to get those traits if I don't show you that. Okay, like, true. I need you to be forgiving and understanding. So I have to have those same traits. That's People true. like, oh, he looked like uh, he looked like he bad. He's actually not. He's a really good kid. I can't stay in that perception. He looked yeah. like he oh, bad. Oh, he just looked bad. Oh, he just looked bad. A lot of kids just be acting. Like people you just say, got to know how to channel say, it. Oh, he looked like he going to have hoes. He ain't going to have no hoes. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Uh, like, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> right. I'm saying look at him. They, they look at him and they like the way I dress him or whatever. Yeah, they like, oh, he going to have the bitches. No, he's not. He's going to have him one woman and he going to be all right. And he's gonna, he's have gonna a queen. be somebody's husband, somebody's father. Like that's that's what he got going on. Don't yeah. don't put that on my baby. Hmm. That's okay with y'all. That's that's what y'all aspire for y'all children to be. To yeah. to have hoes and exactly. to be that nigga. I don't aspire for my child to be nobody's nigga. You gonna be a great man. You encourage and yeah. generational You destined for some, so much more that? than just being a, a, a good. Say that nigga. again. You encourage and generational curses. No, definitely. What is that? Definitely. What is that? How you feel, so, man? Yeah. Man, I'ma most definitely get a little bit personal on my end. Um, Jelly most definitely touched on a real topic as far as mothers. Um, worst case scenario with my situation, um, my mother, you know, I love her to death. Most definitely do anything for her. But one of the problems with that generation is, it's a, it's, I hate to say it, but it's a color complex and when your child is born too, and a lot of people do not touch on it. Mm -hmm. It's like, it exists, but people don't touch on it. So, anyway, my son, Prince Parker, mm -hmm. he was born fair-skinned, light-skinned. First thing my mother said was get a DNA test. Wow. <laughs> um, haven't had a relationship with my mother since then. The reason being is because that means you don't even trust the son that you raised to not just lay up with any old body and not know, you know, exactly mm -hmm. who's going to be mine or whatever the case may be. You're going off of skin color. You're going mm -hmm. off of complexion. Mm -hmm. You're going off of just because he came out a little light skin, and, you know, I'm black as the night sky, and I love it. But, you <laughs> know, generational curses. She was raised in that atmosphere as well where yeah. her sisters, you know, they was fair skin, and they was treated a little bit differently than her. So it's a generational curse most definitely, and we have to learn not to allow our parents' past to predict mm, our, our future futures. as parents. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's a it's a constant struggle, you know. I talk to my mom every now and then on occasion. It's very dry. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm not about to let that situation with my mom for, forget how I need to be as a father, mm -hmm. how my wife needs to be as a mother, and vice versa. So you most definitely hit a nail on the head with that um, as far as the generational curse thing. It, it can travel even when a whole new breed of legacy is coming into life. It can still travel into that breed unless you stop it right then. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes this stuff comes in your DNA. It's yeah. just embedded in you. You oh, don't man. even know it. Like, it's like a trigger. Like, yeah. something can happen in your life, and then boom, all that just comes back to you. And you're like, dang, I yeah. never thought I'd be this person. Because you've seen it I all your life, though. I do this. I mean, a lot yeah. of people will run away from it and say, I'm not going to be this person. I'm not going to be that person. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Man, if you've seen something for 17, 18 years of your life, 
there's nothing like you can't change all of it. It just ain't gonna happen. I mean, like you say, the way you respond or the way you talk, I've caught myself sometimes where I'll be cursing. I'll be like, damn, I sound like my daddy. You know what I mean? Or like, or I caught myself like talking, talking. I'll be like, damn, I'm talking like my mama. Chill out. You know what I mean? Let it, but it's just something that you pick up and that you move forward. And it was funny. It don't even just be you. It trigger down to your kids. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, if your kids around your your parents, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. or, or if your cousins around, like, you, you can see different traits from the people that you've been around your whole life through your kids to your cousins. It's like, it's crazy not just to look like them, but the way they act and the way things are mm. done. Like, and then I, that's what makes, to me, that's what makes issues with some of the kids. Like, we got kids in prison, say, for instance, or kids getting in trouble. That make a problem, like you said earlier. If a kid can't come talk to you, who they going to talk to? You know what I mean? Like, now they talking to dudes that can't give them no advice that's the same age. So now they getting in trouble. They smoking, robbing, killing, stealing, doing whatever they doing. And then they have to go down this long road of bullshit because they couldn't talk to their parent. Because a lot of parents feel like, I don't have to talk to you. I'm your parent. Yep. I'm yeah. not your friend. Especially so what we talking about? I'm not your friend. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard it a million times. Like, I ain't your friend, partner. I'm Just your partner. I'm say. your daddy. You do what I say. <laughs> or do better. Don't be me. Be better than me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't heard that all my life. But yeah, show me how to be example. better. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a lot of situations, man, that... Like I say, the family friction can go so far, but how do you change it? That's what I mean. You can change it with yourself, and it starts there, but yeah. how do you continue that change? You can also, I mean, you can do it yourself and teach your kids and teach somebody else's kids, too, if you have that kind of influence over their life. But we also have to start speaking up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? My little brother went through a situation last week, and I was talking to my mama on the phone about it. Um, he went through a situation with my grandmother, and, you know, uh, she called him fat. You know, but my grandmother called me fat. She called my sister fat. You know, that's just how they talk. You know, crazy. Yeah, and to you, them, that girl, that's just how she talks. Right. You getting big, but my little brother, he's super, super sweet. And he's actually a big boy. So it hurt his feelings that she was calling him fat. And so mama was like, well, you know, we, he just not going to go over there no more. And I was like, don't do not do that. I was like, y'all need to sit down and have him there and talk to her about that. So she knows that she hurt his feelings. And she was like, well, she old school. You know, she you know, feel like, you yeah. know, I said what I said. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, but has anybody ever tried to check her before? No. Because everybody's been scared of her. That's big mama. You know what I mean? Ain't mm -hmm. nobody, you can't tell her what to do. And they're going to tell you being you disrespectful. Her, right? Oh, yeah. Stay in your place. Right. But we got to start <laughs> speaking up so that they do know that, oh, damn, I've been doing that for 30 years, and that's wrong. I've been hurting people. A lot of people don't even know that they're hurting people. They think, oh, they're all right. So I ain't, you know what I'm saying? They didn't yep. do nothing to Because a lot of people them. that are taking it, some people that don't want to take it. Yeah, you, know you got to start that's, speaking that's up. True. Like, I mean, I get it. All right, oh, you'll be all right. Right. No, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I am going to be okay. But at the same time, you when you speak up and let them know that you're doing something to me, they're not going to do that to you no more. And if they do, cut them off. You know what I'm saying? But you got to let people know how to treat you. You got to teach people how to treat you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's and you also have to learn how you want to be treated. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? Sure. Because you you man, how much stuff happened to you when you was a kid a that you that you know was dead ass wrong. Lots but you let it go cuz you ain't know no better. Nope. Until you got older now, you was like, "Damn." You know, my, my sister friend used to come over here and I touched up rest. That wasn't right. No. <laughs> she 18. All you was not. taught. I'm nine, was nine, ten years. You know right. what I'm saying? You yeah. taught like as yeah. a man. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you So you get older, like, son. damn, I was nine, ten years old. Yeah. I'm right. She let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that ain't right. But, I mean, you learn shit as you go. Yeah. And as you go, that's like you say now. You might have seen your mom and daddy argue. You teach yourself and you say, hey, me and my old lady ain't going to do that. If we got a problem, we go in this room and lock in this door. I tell we don't need drive. to hit that. Exactly. <laughs> and that's just, but a lot of times, man, people don't know how because they tend to act off of the same thing they've seen or what they've been through. But you have to change it by starting with you. And I mean, 
it, you know, just be seminars held on shit. Like, it's not a lot of seminars held on small, minute stuff like that. They have seminars on making money or how to drive the best cars or how to build this house. It should be seminars on how you talk to people. How to be a better woman. A how man. to be a better man. How to be a, how to be a better Yeah, a wife. It should be seminars you know, on yeah. all that, man. Right. Because so many people are trained to be, okay, grow up into this amazing woman, grow up to this incredible man, but you're not saying grow up and be an outstanding wife for your husband. Right. Yeah. Like, you teaching me how to shack up and you, porn is free. Hmm. Porn Ooh. is free. I can learn how to be a porn star by just, <laughs> just like Googling some free. shit. Free 99? But, but when it comes to getting <laughs> marriage counseling and getting advice yeah. on your life and life coaching and life skills, you gotta pay for that. Yeah. Because if it's worth you having, it's something that people are gonna charge you for. That's true. Uh, it's but, a job, too. But everybody <laughs> know how to lay on their back. Mm. And everybody know how to get on their knees. It's easy. Uh, but, yeah. but when it come down to it, I don't know how to nurture you as your wife, as your woman. I know how to be a mother, but I don't know how to be a companion to you. I don't know how to be a partner to you. Hmm. I know how to dictate or I know how to take orders. But it's kind of not like a happy medium or in between. And yeah. nobody's ever taught me how to do that. So right. how do you expect me to learn that? Yeah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I, I watched my mother be submissive, not my mom. My mom was, she was a firecracker. Same but you know, you know, women <laughs> women have watched yeah. their mothers be submissive to men, so they become timid and sheltered, and they feel like, okay, well, he gonna cheat, and but he paying the bills, so I'ma just I'ma just take it, I'ma just go with it. Nah, I'll fuck that. Well, you know, that's that's a lot of times that's what's been told to him. Yeah. Again, Blow that's what's been told. Yeah, Girl, nah. don't worry about that man. A man gonna be a man. He gonna do what he do. Nah, you just do what you doing yeah. here. Yeah. And it's, I mean. It, like I say, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's what you taught, but you have to teach yourself something different. You know what I mean? And you have to learn, like you say, within that marriage or within that relationship. A lot of people don't know how to talk to people because they only used to talking to themselves. You know what I mean? Like, whether that sounds crazy or not, I can hype myself up all day. I can build myself up all day. I can fix myself up all day. But when it comes to me fixing you up, when you having a bad day and trying to figure out what's wrong or trying different angles, I ain't got time for that shit. Let's move yeah, on. Exactly. Just get over it. You know what I mean? Like most time people say, just get over that shit. You'll be all right. You tough. Get on over it. And that's just something else that you build on top. And you build on top. And when it gets to a point where you can't breathe and you blow up on somebody, that's when we got issues. So I made a statement to Paul about being reactive versus non-reactive. Like okay. I yeah. said, I have to be like water versus like soda in a bottle. Because if I were to allow all of the things around me to affect me, when I finally do open up, I'm going to explode. Okay. Versus if I'm like water, I don't give a damn what's going on. You can throw me down the hill. Take me up a mountain with you or whatever else. When you pop that top, I'm still going to be calm. I'm still going to be cool because that's who I am. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be the person where I can you can get in my head and you can allow me to change who I am or how I react to certain situations. Yeah. So um, people just have to understand mental health is like a real. serious thing. It's real for real, yeah, and people definitely. don't people don't know that there are outlets for that. Like get help, especially in the black community. They be like schizophrenic. Who? Right. What? That shit don't. Nah, you know they say depressed. You know, all that girl just depressed. Throw it off. Oh, you just want attention. Boy just throw it off. You know what I'm saying? Anxiety. Yeah. Oh, your yeah. nerves bad. Go drink some Sprite. Your stomach. Oh, you got the bubble guts. You'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Like who? Who comes up with this? Right. Oh, that's some white people Mental. shit. That's some white people <laughs> shit. Well, half of it, man, when you realize half of the kids that's messed up right now, and I'm not saying messed they up in a bad PTSD. way. Their parents are messed up, too. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Half of the kids that's bipolar or have anxiety or depression, their parents have it, too. But their parents didn't get tested because their parents like, oh, ain't nothing wrong. You know, let's such and such down the way. They just let throw it off. They be all right. And they keep it moving. And so they do it. You know what I mean? To where now people are finally starting to, hey, something ain't right. A lot of people be worried about what somebody going to say, especially in families. Yeah. yeah. So you know 
don't worry, mean they worry about like, man, I'm not taking mm-hmm. my kid to go get this. Why? So your auntie could be saying, I got a crazy kid. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing that, you know. But that's yep. we worry about too much. Like I said earlier, stop worrying about what people say about you and just do what you Allow, do. What's yeah. best for you? Allow, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you have to do what's best yeah. for you. Right. You have to work within your own bubble. And once you learn that, everything is a little easier, man. What I, what I will say though about like people not getting their children tested, some people get their kids tested for nothing. Like, you diagnosed them with ADHD just because people say, oh, that baby bad. And you (laughs) want the chick. You fucking that child up because now this child feel like, oh, something wrong with me. I can do this. Mm. And I can spaz out and I can trip at school and I can be bad. I have an excuse. I have a crutch. I, I got a broken leg, goddamn. Do like, you know? Do you know Ritalin is on the same level of a drug as some of the drugs that our black community, Mexican community, are selling to get them in prison? Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like when you pay attention mm. to certain stuff and you start realizing that's what they give them to calm them down. You get a handlebar if you want to. That's the same thing you giving. <laughs> that's Ritalin. Now look at the revolving it's of a circle, terror. and this is fam- <laughs> involved family friction too. You give that kid that you don't want to deal with. Riddling because you say they're too hyper, but the same thing his daddy was selling to get in prison. Now you're giving to the kid, it's a revolving circle. Yeah, but or, that's the life we live in. Grow up and be addicted to pills, exactly. exactly. You know, it's, it's a revolving shit. circle, man. So, again, we have to do stuff to change that. Like, we have to make more awareness, we have to talk to people who want to change that, people who know or teach marriages or couples or families how to talk to one another. We have to start figuring that shit out and mm-hmm. finding those people and bringing them in and like starting awareness. That's the only way you really change it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Amen to that. Well, we most definitely going to reach back out on this topic again with family friction. A lot of, lot of education in this segment, y'all. Make sure y'all tuning in, taking notes, doing whatever you have to do. Get educated. Only on Talk Back To Me podcast. I'm sorry. I keep on this thing. All right, keep going. All right, we <laughs> get it together. All right, we most definitely touching base again from family friction, but we're gonna go ahead and transition the gears a little bit. Jelly, what you got for us? Hey y'all, I'm Jelly with your ear to the streets, and uh, I have your hot topics and news. And today, I want to be discussing this Georgia mother who got into an altercation with another woman while holding her three-month-old baby, huh. and the woman struck her with a bag and from there this lady dropped her baby and commenced the fighting that's what Mm. but on top of this you took the baby to the hospital the next day not the same day the next day a bystander picked your baby up because you were still out there tussling and your child passed away and they charged her with murder so i just feel like how dare you be that irresponsible you know, with your baby. Like, you have your newborn baby in your hands. This baby can't do nothing for itself. It can't scoop, crawl, nothing. Barely roll over at this point. And you're out there fighting. Like, who even entertains bullshit while holding their child? Yeah. As a mother, I would never. You couldn't even look at me wrong while I got my baby in my hands. And if it was that deep, hmm. that same standby who came and picked your baby up, I would say, excuse me, can you hold this baby? Because <laughs> hmm. she finna get her ass whooped. But somebody got to hold this baby. Hmm. Like, I'm not just going to drop my child to commence the fight. And if anything, my first response is to protect my baby, to, like, huddle around my baby and defend that child, you know, and make sure my baby's not getting hit. Yeah. But to drop my baby, and then you don't even get the baby emergency medical, you know, assistance. You wait till the next day. That's sickening. Like, who does that? Yeah, that's disgusting. I was asleep. I had my baby, a brand-new baby, and I was sleeping. He rolled out my arms and hit the floor. And it was like a foot and a half drop. They told me it's not that big of a deal until it's like a three-foot drop and over. I still took him to the hospital, and I was boohoo crying because I thought— 
you broke the baby. Like, mm-hmm. he was a new baby. He couldn't do nothing for himself. Because you value life. Exactly. And, you know, as a mother, my first thing is to, oh, my gosh, check on my child. Like, who drops their baby to fight? Like, you threw the baby down and it was like, oh, beat yeah. yeah, you still got whooped. So you dropped your baby for what? <laughs> like, you should have just heard him around that baby. That, yeah. So you took yeah. double no, for L's. Real. For real, L's. you took two L's because your baby is gone. Like, mm-hmm. your baby is gone and you're charged with murder. Since you're going to jail. You're going to jail. Don't drop the Now, this other counterpart, there may be child endangerment on her behalf, or she may have manslaughter, <laughs> you know, a second degree or whatever. But, ma'am, you're a murderer because you dropped your child to Are fight. they charging the other individual, too? I, I don't know if they're going to charge her. That's they crazy. should. Yeah. But you, like, that was so that was so stupid. That was selfish. Man, that that damn that ties in the family friction too. Cause right? who taught her to be that ignorant? Right. Oh, that was some ignorance for your ass. You know what I mean? Who taught her? Who taught Something her to allow that? That was a nigga moment. Exactly. That Y'all ever seen Boondocks? They, <laughs> you know, they call it a nigga moment. For like, real. Cause a lot of people think nigga, you know, retains to us. No, that's a no. that's ignorant. Yeah. Dirty, nasty, stupid, all around. I mean, that that's retarded, man. I mean, excuse me for using that word, but at the end of the day, that's that's crazy, man. Like you can't. There's no way in the world you can sit and have a whole fight with a three-month-old baby in your own. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. That's crazy. That's just like that lady. Uh, she was from Houston, too. Uh, her kids, I guess they was getting on her nerves and doing something, and they was in front of her car, and she started driving and told them to move out the way, and she and ran over the baby. three-year-old. Yeah. But my thing is, two of her kids was already taken from her by CPS. Why didn't you take all of them? If, she, if something was wrong when you had to take two, why you ain't take the other four? Hmm. And now one of them babies dead. Like, that shit crazy. I mean... We got stuff going on, you know, mentally, but the system is also not helping us. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like it's hurting more than it's It's a helping. job to a lot of them, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just a check, just like teachers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A it's lot a of job. teachers, they just getting a check because they feel it's easy money. Yeah. And, you know, when we grew up, we had teachers that cared about us. You know what I'm saying? You got to whoop your ass. Yeah, Straight up. And your parents had relationships with them. Like, oh, I, I can handle it. Okay, don't, I ain't got to call you. Hey, that's what? funny. I had a teacher, my first grade teacher, Miss Sion. Like, she used to, parents used to come up there for a parent-teacher conference, and she would whoop them in front of their mama and their daddy. Hmm. Cause she, cause they, she had permission to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But she was getting through to them kids though. It wasn't just no, I'm finna beat your kid ass. They cared she about was what they was doing. To them. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people, like you say today, don't. It's more of a check or the fast life. Like even touching on that fight, I guarantee it was over, a dude. Or some kind of money, or you stole some food stamps for me. You got some clothes that ain't yours. It's over something. I ignorant. feel like it was some minuscule. Yeah, it probably like, it wasn't nothing, been a it, spot. It, it couldn't have been nothing serious, man. Like, and half of the time, people today are fighting over nothing. Mm, and but was it worth your baby's life? Exactly. Yep. They're fighting and getting killed, and people dying over nothing. But you know, you got to see it before it happened. A lot of people see it before it happened and won't prevent it. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it ain't that serious, man. You you pull, like you say, you pull into a parking spot before me, I'm finna get out and cuss you out and go back and forth with you and take nice. the risk of you pulling the gun and blowing my it's brains out and I got kids spot. at home. It's not that serious. You know what I mean? Like, but that's, that shit wild there, man. Oh, but, man, that make you, that, that turn your stomach when you got a kid man. yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got kids yourself, that turn your stomach when you're thinking about it. That's sickening. Man. There's too many kids out here, babies getting killed. Man. Oh, like, that, that two-year-old baby that got shot. Yeah. Uh, and and I, don't, I think his daddy was still alive. And some somebody was saying they think it was a setup because his friend was there. He only got shot in the leg. But you killed a two-year-old. A two-year-old. Yeah, they did a home invasion. Oh, yeah. I was on the north side, right? Yeah. Somewhere, yeah. You That's, shot 
Man. Wow. These kids ain't doing nothing to y'all for you to be that fucking mad to kill them. That's why it'd be hard for me to watch the news. The first five, yeah, six stories, it's like that. It's crazy, man. I mean, but it again, you got kids having kids. Mm-hmm. You got irresponsible people having babies. Yep. You got mentally ill people having babies. So, you know what I mean? Even when you're dating somebody, man, you better look at who you're talking to. That's yep. that spirit. Look at who you're dating. Sure. Figure out what it is. Sure. I mean, because even people, oh, I didn't know they were like that. They they showed it later. No, they showed you something. They did. Yeah. You just ran a couple of them yield signs until you finally got to a red light and had Come a collision. Come on now. Come on. You know what I mean? You ran a couple of them yield signs. You got to that red light and you had a collision. And once you had that collision, now you're sitting there without <laughs> no coverage because they ain't got no insurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to figure that shit out, man, early on. But it's a lot of people. Now you got to figure out the father. The father might have been great in that kid's life yeah. and now he got to sit there and be hurt I don't know if he was or not but now yeah. he got to sit there and be hurt over something that you done that's stupid yeah because I, lo- I lost my whole child because exactly. of you because of you and this is gonna cause me to not only hate you I'm gonna feel some type of way about you forever I don't care what you got going on you in jail you sitting there right I'm not sending you nothing exactly uh, who and I visit again, you for what and what it come back to I gotta visit my baby at the gravesite family friction exactly it comes back to it because now you have I hate other you children how do these other children feel? Yeah. My mama's a murderer. My my mama killed my baby sister, my baby brother. Like, so, I, con- I mean, I don't care how you try to life. spin it. It's gonna be generations that. It's like, oh, mommy, yeah. mommy just dropped the baby. No, mommy threw the baby down so she could fight and participate in some ignorant shit, and it cost the baby their lives. You die. Fuck that. Man. Kill yourself. Yeah, right. serious. No, yeah, serious. kill yourself. Cause you you out of line. Yeah. You out of line. You I will make it. you feel like that's okay. You got to protect another life, man. I mean, that's just what it is. When you have another life coming to this, you have to, a lot of stuff that you used to do or that you think you can do, a lot of that shit got to change. You know what I mean? Like, whether it be minute drink at a minute club at minute party and whatever, a lot of shit got to change, man. Because mm-hmm. your kid look at you and they look at you for like, that's my everything. Mm-hmm. You're, yep. your, you're your kid's first role model. Definitely. First you know what I mean? Everything. everything. Everything that you do, they going to do. So when you get out in public and they cuss, shit, bitch, hold them, that probably came from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. More than likely. But if you get out in there, they're courteous and they show manners, that probably came from you as well. Yeah. So it's about what you want in life, man. I mean, we keep, we keep discussing it over and over. Like I said, it ties back into family friction. Yeah. It's about what you want in life and what you think is important and what's not. But that also calls more awareness, man. We gotta rally more people. Talk to them. Mm -hmm. We have to take preventative measures when it comes to our youth because there's a 15 year old young man who was just killed in, I think, Southwest Houston um, during a home invasion. Saw it. It's like, what? what, You're 15. Like, what do you need? Like, Mm. are you not providing for your child? Who are you getting your guidance from? Like, all these OGs, you're not teaching this baby how to Mm. get out there and get some bread and flip it and turn it into a business and invest it and take your ass to school. If you're a real OG, you telling this little boy, get your ass off these streets and get your ass in them books. Yeah. You telling these little girls, get off this corner chasing these little niggas and and get your head in them books. Go get your bag right. And own your shit. But you said said the right word, though. You said real OG. Yeah, a real OGs. Because these, they claiming they OGs just because you're older. They self-title themselves. You got a little money. (laughs) Yeah. Self-publication. People call you you big bro because you got more money than them. Because you got, I still ain't got the knowledge. I still ain't got the life experiences. How I'm going to teach you something? I ain't been nowhere but right here. That's true. I ain't left off this block. That's true. I ain't left the city of Houston. Nigga, I ain't even left this goddamn county. What are you talking about? The point of our, our world and our whole lives is supposed to be what did you learn from what you've already been through? Exactly. You know oh. what I mean? How did you get up from how you, when you fail? People are living to die. But 
You don't have that, man. I mean, because, again, like you keep saying, you don't have that because nobody's charging nobody up and making them be accountable for their shit. Yeah. So if you're not accountable for your shit, you're going to continue to do the same thing over and over, which is what? Insanity. Yeah. So once you do the same thing over and over, it's the same thing over and over. You keep repeating it. So you're showing traits of insanity. It's a revolving door. That's it, man. But yeah, you have to figure out how door. to get out of that revolving door. This ain't no mousetrap. You can't keep running in circles. You know what I mean? But, again, it takes people like us, and that's what we're here for. You know what yeah. I mean? That's Talk Back to Me podcast. That's what we're here for. It ain't just going to be a talk show where we out just, hey, talking to be talking shit. It's really to be helping and empowering other people and really putting people in the places where they need to be and assisting people when they need assistance. Definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. With Jelly, that was Jelly with ears to the streets again. We're going to take a quick intermission, and we'll be right back on that final take, only on Talk Back to Me podcast. All right. Hello, everybody. We back again, back Hi. again. We're about to go ahead and give these final takes on family friction, starting off with the beautiful Chelsea. What you got for us? Um, all I'm going to say is, you know, start talking, start communicating, get you some therapy, um, discuss what issues you having with the people you having them with, and if you can't get a, re- a resolution, cut that shit off. <laughs> Period. It ain't nothing it ain't to cut nothing that bitch. Hey, <laughs> go Snip, ahead. Snip, Jelly, what you got for us on your final take? Um, I just feel like be open and willing to change, um, to break generational curses, um, protect these children at all costs by any means necessary because we're, we're all they have. We're the only line of defense. Hmm. And um, if they can't talk to us, then these kids are stuck out, you know. And, uh, yeah, you want them to be better than you, so you have to lead by example. Hmm. You baby steps. Hey, Start somewhere. Hey, man, to that. I felt that one in the soul. Ticket, what you got for us right now? Man, I own it. Own it. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that you know is not righteous or something that you know you're not doing right, you know what I mean? Own it, man. That's at the end of the day, like, own it and figure out how to fix it. That's the only way to make something better. I mean, but as far as thoughts, <laughs> like I said, man, I post them every day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm posting something every day. I'm telling you, you know, ticket thoughts. You can catch them on Wednesdays or you can catch them on Facebook, the, the Instagram, you know. I go by MMC ticket. But my thoughts for the day is just basically, man, stop holding weight that's not yours. Hmm. You know what I mean? You running miles for people who wouldn't walk a block for you. You know what I mean? And stop tolerating what others already know is wrong. You know what I mean? Three simple topics. Stop tolerating shit what others already know is wrong. You're tolerating and you know it's wrong and they know it's wrong. And again, stop running miles for people who wouldn't walk a block for you. You'll get up and do anything for somebody and they ain't going to do half of a thing for you. You know what I mean? Fix that shit. That's my ticket thoughts for the day, man. Straight up. Amen. Amen. Inspirational topics with Ticket Talks. Again, on Talk Back to Me podcast. My final take on everything is very simple. Uh, One of my favorite slogans is being dad, a son's hero, and a daughter's first love. But with this one, I'm gonna change it up a bit. Being a parent, a son's hero, and a daughter's first love, that's the image that we need to portray to our children. They need to see that. They need to witness that. Not only so they'll know what to do in their later lifetime, but to give back to their children and their children's children. That way we won't have to worry about generational curses outrooting the actual sure. situation as hand. For sure. We got to start from the beginning so we can make a better future. Facts. Hey, I'm your host, Paul. You seen the crew? And make sure you tune in every Wednesday, 2 to 4, Talk Back to Me podcast. And don't forget, check out Future Rich. He got a dope new clothing line. I got his clothes on right now. He's most definitely bringing the future real bright. 
make sure you take care at Talk Back to Me podcast. Y'all have a good one. Bye-bye.